Kia ora and welcome to the Female Career Podcast. My name is Anna Johnston and I'm a leadership coach for women. Our podcast shares the inspiring career stories of a wide range of women of Aotearoa. At the end of our korero with each of our guests, we always ask them what career advice they would have for other women. So we thought it would be useful to bring a few of those together in one episode. And we selected here the wise career advice of five of our guests. We hope you enjoy listening. And if you'd be interested to have some coaching to support you to develop and progress in your own career, then do feel free to get in touch with us at hello at thefemalecareer.com. First up, we have Kiane Matataisipu sharing her career advice for other women. Kiane is a journalist, photographer and social activist. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid to take the leap. Stop being afraid to make the decision. Just do it. I, it's very much a Nike <laughs> reference there, but it's true. You do it. And I think when you're afraid, you don't do it. you hold yourself back and you take really cautious steps and you don't fulfill the potential that you have. Whereas if you go in 100%, give it your all and make it work and release that fear, then you will create greatness. And I'm very much a believer that my life is tupuna driven. And for some people, they believe their life is God driven and and some people believe their life is fate driven or for me it's tupuna driven it is my tupuna who guide me to where to go next and you have to listen out for those tohu so it doesn't matter who you believe or what you believe is helping to guide your life the key to that is listening and learning about the tohu the symbols or the signs that they or it or whatever sends you And that's how I make a lot of my business decisions. And I don't think a business manager or a business sort of support person would recommend that you just follow signs in the world. But if you're you're the kind of person who does that, do it. Because your gut, especially as women, our gut feelings really tell us what's going to work and what's not going to work. And you have to trust your gut. Because as Wahine, we're very magical in that sense (laughs) that we are very powerful and that our guts know which way is the right way what's good and what's not what feels right and what doesn't feel right and so rather than worrying about fear trust in your gut trust in yourself trust in your skills take the leap and go for it a hundred percent because there's no point and living this very short life that we have and being miserable and being unhappy and wishing you'd done something different. Second to share her career advice is Catherine Skipper, who is a principal with architecture firm Warren & Marnie. There's five things that I've learned and that I come back to myself from time to time. So the first one is, I remember when I was appointed the studio principal here in Wellington, and I bumped into an old client that I'd had when I was working for myself, bumped into him in the street, and I and I was a little bit shocked at the time because I, I couldn't quite believe it, that they'd given me the role. And I blurted it out to him in the middle of Woodward Street, and he just looked me straight in the eye and he said, Catherine, you realise that they wouldn't give you that job if they didn't think you could do it. So that's actually, you need to trust them. Do you trust who you work with? And I said, oh, absolutely. And he said, well, you need to trust them because they know you can do it. You just haven't worked it out yet. When things feel scary, you're growing. 
that was the advice he gave me at that time. You feel like you're outside your comfort zone, but actually you're growing into a new level, into a new skill. The second one, remembering that asking for help is a gift to the person that you're asking. And I was taught that by a very dear friend of mine when our kids were all little and we were both trying to juggle professional lives. And she pulled me to the side one day and said, you never let me help you and it makes me feel like you don't need me in your life. And that was a really good lesson that actually never asking for help is weak, that the really strong people ask for help because it brings people in and you grow together. The third one is be more you, not less. So when I first was made a principal, there were two female principals in the organisation at that time. There was a brief moment where I thought, oh, I need to be more like these guys and then very quickly realised that was ridiculous. Actually, I needed to be just exactly me and work really hard to continue to bring that different perspective to every table I was at. I think women sometimes underestimate their network. So the fourth one is use your network. And your network grows in different ways, often from what I've seen from my male peers. So they have professional networks that they've grown through a continuous, you know, 15, 20, 30 years in the profession, going to same industry events, working on projects together. My network is from the clients I worked with when I was working for myself. It's from the other mums that were juggling professional lives and childcare when our kids were little. It's from my wider family network. It's from the projects I've done and it's the contractors I've worked with. And it took me a long time to realise that's a strong network too and that we shouldn't feel uh, that it's any less strong than the networks that perhaps um, our counterparts that have not taken time away from Uh, commercial kind of practice have grown it's just different and then the final one is to be bold and I use that word on purpose because when I was at school at St Mary's College in Wellington the worst thing you could be was a bold girl and I've now realized it's the best thing you can be because if you don't ask you don't get. Next up with her career advice for other women we have Dr. Hinamua Elder, who is a child and adolescent psychiatrist. Yes, this is very important. So really get to know other women and develop friendships, uh, relationships, connections with other women in your field, other women that you look up to, that you admire. I love to get emails and, and messages from women, students in various fields, and I'm always very happy to support them as much as I can. So I would really encourage women, wherever you are in your career pathway, to think about who are the women leaders that you look up to uh, and reach out to them. Reach out to them and see what they say. Um, if you've read a paper or a book by a woman that you were inspired by, message her, send her an email, let her know. These, this is the way we we operate in in female culture, and I think this is a very positive thing. We are good at supporting each other. It reminds me of of a, a discussion we had on board the ship when we were in Antarctica last year with these this extraordinary group of women scientists, and many of us had had comments from people saying, "Oh, you're going to be on a boat with a whole lot of other women? How awful! It'll be bitchy. You people will be mean to each other. Oh, can't think of anything worse." And so we came to this experience, and honestly, it couldn't have, that couldn't have been further from the truth. So 
as women, we face the projections of the wider society that are very undermining of our collaboration, of our ability to support each other. And I see lots of evidence of young women supporting each other. So being part of that is important. I think it's also, we face a whole range of challenges around balancing the roles that we may have in wider society, the expectations of wider society. So I think the other key bit of advice is really learn to love yourself. You're going to face all sorts of commentary and judgment from other people and knowing who you are, where you're from. For me, as a Māori woman, really being clear about where I am in this line of whakapapa, knowing how to speak te reo, relatively okay, knowing my pepeha, knowing being connected to my roots is a major part of me really accepting who I am and caring for myself. And I think that's a key component, no matter what you end up doing in your career, when you come to have that that litmus test or that yardstick within yourself, it makes it much easier to make the right decisions for yourself. And, and even if you find out that maybe wasn't quite the right decision, you're more likely to reflect on that as a learning rather than to be too harsh. We really love the career advice from human rights advocate Vani Sadiru. My first um, piece of advice around careers is you've got to be able to think about what you're good at and see if there's something that lines up with what you're good at. Because my motivation around the work that I have um, done and you know, thinking about the jobs that I've held in the past, if I haven't been able to use my strength for me personally, I haven't been satisfied in the job. The second bit is that has to come up very close second to that is what is it that you want to learn and are you in the right space and able to do that learning. So you might be in a job right now where you are learning from lots of different people, but you don't get you don't feel like you get a chance to do anything that you're good at. That's still an, an important place in your career journey to have those moments and those jobs because suddenly if you move to a place where you're just doing everything you're good at but you don't get to learn anything, it can be really demotivating. So it's about trying to find a balance there. And I guess the other part is keeping networks open. You never know when an opportunity might fall on your lap. And I mean, one of the, the best networking moments that I've had is I was in the role of um, Chief Executive for Volunteering New Zealand. Someone had invited me to an event at Government House. I had a huge day at work. I was exhausted, tired. I was like, oh gosh, I just don't want to go home. I mustered the energy to go to that event and I sat was stood in the corner with a drink and ended up thinking, oh, I'll just stand here for a bit and wait for somebody to come along with me. And thankfully, I don't um, advocate for that in terms of networking events, by the way, but thankfully somebody came to me and introduced me to another person. That person later, I found out, worked for the US Embassy. We had a coffee later. She worked in the Economics Division. And I was like, what would volunteering New Zealand and the Economics Division of the US Embassy have in common? Why would I meet this person for coffee? But I did. Uh, A few months later, this woman asked me for my CV urgently and said, can I have your CV? And I was like, what for? She said, oh, 
we've got an opportunity to send a woman that is interested in community leadership to go to the States for four weeks on a program called the International Visitors Leadership Program. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. Yes, here, I'll give you my CV. And really that's the story is I met somebody and then four months later, I was in the United States of America on an all expenses trip with the Department of State learning about women in leadership in the community sector. And it was just prior to my um, taking on the, the president role at the National Councilwoman. It just was just serendipitous. It fitted. I got incredibly motivated. I got all this exciting information and understanding around women's leadership that happens in the States. Could see the good and the bad things. And I could think about what was it that I was going to do back here in New Zealand. And that, that was really the catalyst for me to go, actually, you know what? I will take this role on. It's a volunteer role. I'm going to have to change some things in my career and to enable myself to take it on. But that was the, you know, kind of the decision-making experience that made me do that. And that came from a networking event where I remember I didn't want to go to. I guess that advice around take the networking opportunities when you can. Finally, we hope you enjoy listening to Leonie Freeman, Chief Executive of Property Council New Zealand and hearing her career advice for other women. The advice that I would share is is first of all, be yourself. And I think that for some women, we often think that we go into roles and we've got to be somebody else. It's okay to be who you are. But then also really understand what is important to you because I don't believe it's, there's any point in going to work just to buy the time and, and for the sake of it. So get really clear what is the purpose and, and I notice that with a lot of the younger ones coming through these days, purpose is a much bigger conversation and something talked about than perhaps it was when I was coming out of university and I think it's really important to get clear on that purpose. So that's what I call that heart speak about what's important and what you want to do with it. And then once you're clear on that, then go for it. And just stick with some of the challenging times, look at them as learning opportunities, but just keep going. Because I do believe that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. And that a lot of the reason why we don't do things, or in particular for women, is the stories we tell ourselves in our heads encourage people to realise that they are just stories. When I was uh, doing my property management business, the stories I was telling myself was, I don't come from a business family. I don't come from any money. I don't haven't ever had a business. What if it fails? It's easy to tell yourself all those stories rather than say, okay, what might it look like if it was successful and, how, and what do I need to do to get there? I would encourage women to just realise that, particularly for women, we are classic at telling ourselves stories. And the last piece of advice, and I've noticed this over quite a few years, is, and again, I, I think it's ingrained in, a, in women, but I've seen situations where you'll have a job and say a, a man will apply and a woman will apply, and a, and a man will apply, and he might have 60% of the ability to do the job, but he'll convince himself he's got 100%. And then the woman will look at the same job and she might have 80% of the ability, but will focus on the 20% she doesn't have and won't apply. And seen that quite a number of times. And I think sometimes women, we want to be asked or tapped on the shoulder or if we do a good job, somebody will come to me. And so what I encourage people to do, and I talk about this to a lot of women in property, is put your hand up. 
put your hand up to speak at an event, to chair something, to get on a committee, to take a leadership opportunity in your organisation, offer to do something, but put your hand up rather than wait for somebody to come because they don't always come. And, you know, you do have the ability just as much as anybody else, but put your hand up and give it a go. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope that some of this career advice is useful to you in the twists and turns of your own career. And if you feel that it might be helpful to have some coaching to support you to develop and progress in your own career, then please do feel free to drop us a line at hello at thefemalecareer.com. <laughs>